Hello everyone, welcome along to another VCO eSports studio with myself, Ben Colson Juris, on a brand new time schedule uh, for this summer, the Tuesday evening slot rather than our Monday evening slot, which just gives us a bit more time to, to chat to the very best in the world of sim racing. And of course, the idea being the crossover between real and virtual. And, and that crossover this weekend has been highlighted massively by our friends at SRO, who hosted for the first time, I think, on Assetto Corsa Competizione, the official 24 hours of Spa. And much like its real world counterpart, it was won by Ferrari. And Ferrari haven't really won Spa for a long time. And they got two victories in two weeks. The virtual version taken victory by Loretto Salvo and the man we've got this evening, David Tonitza. Thank you very much for joining us, David. Ciao, Ben. Thank you. Uh, it's so cool uh, to have David Tonitza on because, yes, he is the same David Tanitza that won a few years ago the F1 Esports Championship as well. and we're going to talk a bit about that we're going to talk a little bit about the ACC platform and just representing Ferrari as an Italian uh, first of all this weekend have you recovered yet David are you uh, are still tired uh yeah a little bit tired I had a long sleep a long sleep yesterday but it's still not enough <laughs> Because the preparation as well for doing a 24-hour race um, is quite intense, right? Yeah, it is. We need to prepare a lot of things. Just think about uh, the the length of the race, which is 24 hours. You need to prepare the tire pressure for every single stint and for every single condition. So just by thinking about that, you need to do a lot, a lot of hours of training. Then you need to make a setup for the quality, a setup for the race a setup that may work also for the rain because in the in the 24 hour we had some rain so the the work and the dedication is really high yeah and the dedication absolutely massive because uh, as you say the rain element uh, a unique part of the 24 hours on a set of course of competizione and uh, something kind of unique in sim racing uh, in comparison to what we see on other platforms david yeah of course the rain we we don't see usually the the rain in, uh, in other simulators, uh, but here on ACC there is, and it's really well made because you can really feel the the, the track slippery when uh, when you're racing. All the marbles on the on the external part of the track. It's something that is really well made, in my opinion. And of course, when it comes to have some rain, you need to prepare a different setup uh, because, of course, the car is even more unstable, and you need to. Uh, make a stable one to complete the, the race you you can't afford to spin during a race actually and actually when we watch 24 or certainly the 24 hours that i've watched sim races are so able to calculate exactly what's going to happen during a 24-hour race that there doesn't seem to be that many mistakes that creep in but it did strike me on the uh, set of course of competition 24 hours of spa that uh, even the very best were having little errors and certainly the traffic and the rain threw in unpredictabilities that we might not necessarily see in other sim racing. Yeah, of course, when you think about a real 24 hour, you think about engine reliability. Uh, so you can have a lot of issues with a car during the, the race. Here in sim racing, we don't. We don't have, uh, let's say, random issues. Uh, but of course, uh, you know, we are running on PCs and monitors so everything can happen that that's basically our reliability and um yeah the grid was really really competitive but still not enough to uh to not see any mistake because the the race is really long it's really tiring so doing a mistake is something that re can happen really often actually 
but you guys really limited the amount of mistakes you you had and in fact by the end had a decent advantage at the flag yeah of course uh, many many people don't know this but we didn't have the car which was the fastest actually because you see that we started in p13 uh during the qualifying but we we managed to do not do any single mistake or at least minor ones and we brought the car to the victory without crashing or having anything so that was the key to the to the success and uh, at the end of the uh, at the end of the race of the competition that's that's the main key you need to be consistent and not do any mistake and discipline really seems to be key in fda esports in the ferrari driver academy team that you are part of it does seem like you're trained hard and you need to keep a discipline and keep a cool head when perhaps as you say your car is not the fastest on track yeah of course we we put a lot of training into this and uh we know we know that we can win some races we can't so in uh, in others so we need to uh let's say limit all the damage uh but of course we are always at our best so during a race we know that everything can happen so we need to be prepared for every single one and to exploit every single millisecond from the car and uh, that was the the result we see that uh, we saw that the car wasn't the fastest but we still won the the race so why has um ferrari decided to get involved in this sro supported championship uh, because ultimately the fda esports grew out of forming a team for f1 esports ferrari had their own championship on assetto corsa but for you to be kind of leading the challenge and leading the championship in the sprint series and now in the endurance series as well it, it seems like a, a huge undertaking from ferrari themselves yeah, of course, uh, we our main uh, competition is the F1 esports, as you mentioned. But uh, during the after the pro series, we we don't really have anything to do if you think about that. So that's why we uh, subscribe, let's say, to to these competitions because we want to keep the training going on uh, and we we want to be prepared also for the for the other competitions. So that's why we we wanted to do the SRO both endurance and sprint series, and we did it also last year. So until like September, it's okay. Then of course the the F1 esports season season go goes underway. So we need to con to, to focus and concentrate on that. Uh, but during the break, we need to do something, and that that's what we are doing. So uh, your ACC championship, uh, I think, now goes on till November, but you'll have that uh, F1 uh, building and ramping up from now until until September. So how does that work for you? Will you try and get enough points in ACC to win the championship and then stop for those last couple of rounds and fully focus on F1 or do a shared program when it comes to the end of the year? Well, of course, when we will be training uh, more, most of the time on F1, uh, we'll still dedicate a little bit on, on ACC, so training will be there for sure. Okay. Uh, but of course, we don't have F1 now, so we need to uh, gain as much points as possible right now. And then when uh, when we will be training for F1, we we will just give our, uh, our maximum and we will uh, try to afford as many points as possible. But of course, uh, lots of training uh, is put on, into this, so we will try to make our best to to get also the results on uh, on ACC. I imagine the feel between ACC and F1 is quite different. Uh, yeah, quite a lot. Uh, of course, <laughs> F1 uh, year by year is 
becoming more and more uh, a sim and not an arcade game. Uh, but of course, ACC is just something unbelievable. I tried a lot of different simulators, but that one is the the most accurate I've ever tried. And uh, I must be I must be honest on this. <laughs> uh, so. Uh... F1 Esports then, uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Obviously, uh, Ferrari didn't take part in the initial year and then in the next year suddenly appeared with this Italian legend and goes and wins a championship for Italy, driving for Ferrari. Uh, it must be absolutely incredible to, to represent Ferrari at the very highest level in motorsport. Yeah, it's been really amazing because... Uh, you mentioned the the first year the esports e Ferrari project wasn't there, and they want to open it the the year later. And uh, of course, I was doing a lot of competitions uh, on AC and on ACC. So uh, I think oh. that's where Ferrari noticed me. And uh, during the F1 esports pro draft, I got picked. And then during the 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 season, we didn't expect that result at all because of course we were training really hard. But everyone was new in the, in the in this world, let's say. So we said, okay, uh, we are giving our best. We will try to win some races, uh, gain as much points as possible. But then we ended up winning the championship. So uh, that was something really unexpected, uh, in uh, in my opinion. And your competitions, therefore, before you ended up training for the pro draft, were not in F1. They were in other platforms, were they? Uh, yeah, of course, I was already racing on F1, but uh, not in the, in the F1 esports series, just in some community league races. And okay. yeah, in the in the meantime, of course, I was training on AC and ACC because the most important competitions were there. So I wanted, of course, to get noticed by some team and I got noticed by Ferrari. So. <laughs> It's very true, actually, in Italy. Um, many of you might not know this, but Italy has a very, very strong attachment to ACC and AC. So very high-level competitions in Italy, especially, uh, happen on that platform. Um, let's talk about this year then, David, because uh, I feel like Ferrari have got some kind of super team going on. They've got a two-time world champion and yourself as a one-time world champion. Side by side, you've been joined by Brendan Lee and not only joined in the virtual team, but also Brendan's come, and, come over to Maranello to live the Ferrari lifestyle. Yeah, I must say that uh, this year lineup will, uh, well, at least right now, it's really interesting because I think it's the only one with uh, both drivers having won, uh, having won the F1 Esports. So we've oh, got yeah. <laughs> the amazing experience of Brendan uh, because he worked, he used to work in another team. So we know how uh, he used to work with other people, and we can exploit that to uh, improve also our team. And then talking about performances, well, of course, uh, <laughs> Brandon is, is insanely fast. And, uh, and me, last year, unfortunately, I had, we had actually some issues with a, with a competition, but the pace was there. So this year, F1 Esports will be really, really interesting, in my opinion. How is it actually having a teammate that lives so closely with you? Because so many of these teams are virtual. You never really spend any time with your teammates, but you guys have created like a almost a house, right? Yeah, it's it's a completely different thing, in my opinion, because when you are just racing online, uh, all you do is hearing his voice and the, you can actually see him in real life. Uh, but here with the, with the house and with the esports training facility, we just see each other hours uh, every single day 
and uh, we can share a lot of moments also during our life. So it's something that uh, creates uh, a different relationship that when we go on track uh, makes the the work, let's say, less stressful because you know, training for six hours per day uh, in front of a screen is is really stressful. Don't get me don't get me don't get me wrong. And uh, living all in the same house, uh, it's something that helps in this uh, particular case. That's really interesting. I, I was not aware that you guys were were living together. So Ferrari um, have not just got you guys as a team, but actually given you a training facility to work in as well. Yeah, of course. We when we uh, don't train, we are everyone is at home uh, doing his business actually. Uh, but of course, during the training uh, schedule, we 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 are there in the facility with uh, me, Brandon, uh, our coach. Uh, well, our coach is not there uh, training with us, but just in Discord because of course he can't move to uh, to see all our trainings. But yeah, we we do everything together and uh, and we enjoy it a lot. So outside of sitting on a sim and, and driving, what else does Ferrari bring to you? I can see they've made you a red duvet cover as well on your bed. Uh, yeah, basically when most of the, the work is in the, in the training facility, then when we are off from the training, uh, everyone does what he, what he feels it's, it's good to do. To do. And... Uh, for example, we have the weekend free, so during the weekend we just relax, chill a little bit, and uh, you know it's really important in this work to uh, to have a break between uh, between the training because it's really really stressful, and uh, many people does don't know that uh, how how hard it is to concentrate every single day in front of a screen. Many people doesn't know this. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about you as an Italian. Uh, growing up as a kid, clearly loving motorsport and therefore associated and loving Ferrari and now living kind of in Ferrari, if you like. What's what's the emotions? How how do you pinch yourself sometimes and think, gosh, this is like a dream? Uh, yeah, it's something that you can't really describe. You can just leave it. And uh, of course, I, I'm really passionate to motorsport since I was a kid. So being able to represent Ferrari, even not in a real track, but in a virtual one, is something that lots of people would uh, would pay for. And uh, I'm really proud proud of this, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to share all my uh, experiences and successes with uh, with the Ferrari because it's it's not the uh, it's not like other teams. This is a family, and I think uh, lots of drivers that joined Ferrari demonstrate this and I'm not the only one saying. I, I think that's an Italian thing as well. I've worked with many different Italian companies over the years and or companies generally and the Italians do it like a family. You always are so warm and welcomed into everything and it's just incredible to be part of it and I can't imagine what it's like to be part of the family of Ferrari that must have also massive ambitions to what they're doing with the, the Driver Academy and the um, eSports project. So what are the kind of the things you're looking forward to moving forward? Obviously, you've got the F1, you've got ATC to finish, but ultimately any big competition that comes up, I presume Ferrari wants to put a stamp on it. Uh, yeah, right now we just have the F1 Esports at the end of the year and uh, the SRO until November. 
Uh, we still don't know how what what competition will come up in the in the next few years. Of course, if there will be one and it will be really important, we will be there uh, trying to win, of course. And uh, yeah, we just train really hard every single day. And then when when the team says, okay, that's this competition, we are down to to have all the practice needed. And then of course we will try we we try to win that. It's a bit weird going backwards and my interview technique is very poor uh, asking this question, but your very best ever event, F1 Esports or Virtual 24 Hours of Le Mans working alongside Formula One drivers? Uh, no, this is a weird one because uh, I know that it should be F1 Esports when I won the title, uh, but in my opinion, my best competition was the F1 Esports Pro Draft because I wasn't in the team yet. And I had to demonstrate that I was able to race for Ferrari. So that was my occasion. That was the race. And I think I, that's the, the moment I enjoyed the most during sim racing. But I, yeah, of course, then I won the, the F1 Esports title. So that counts as well. But yeah, in my opinion, the F1 Esports Pro Draft, when I got picked, was the best uh, sim racing achievement for me. But a personal experience, surely being able to babysit Charles Leclerc and Anton Giovinazzi into uh, sim racing when they really didn't have any much experience at all must have been quite special for for you. Yeah, they're really fast, actually, because, uh, you know, they <laughs> are really fast on, on the real track. But if they put a lot of training also on the simulators, they can be really, really fast. And we saw that during lockdown because they were training all the days. And uh, with a lot of training, we saw that they were reaching our lap times. And... Uh, that demonstrate that also real livers are uh, can be actually really really good at the sim and vice versa because we are looking also at the different thing uh, which is the the from sim to virtual we saw a lot of sim drivers going into the real world and winning races so I think all of this is really is strictly related. Is that something you'd like to do in the future, David? Do you think you can? go into Ferrari and see if they can give you a challenge car to do some real racing? Well, of course, if I will have the possibility, yes, why not? I, I joined the sim racing world <laughs> because I couldn't go on with the real one. So if I will have the possibility, yes, why not? Awesome. Uh, David, thank you very much for chatting to us. I know it's time for the holidays in Italy, so you want to get back to home and, and have some time off before the real graph begins. It's been great to talk to you, and thank you for everyone at Ferrari for allowing this uh, conversation to happen. Thank you, Ben. Ciao, ciao. David Tanitza, one-time F1 esports champion and on course to being a multiple champion on the ACC platform as well, where I didn't realise this, he all began. Uh, so you can watch him on many different races across the weekends uh, on various different platforms. And of course, F1 esports coming up at the end of the year. That's been another VCO esports studio for you uh, next week, Tuesday evening. Remember, at, uh, eight o'clock, we'll have another guest. Don't know who it will be, but uh, it'll sure be interesting and exciting. But for now... Thank you very much and enjoy your sim racing. Bye-bye.